Hey everybody and welcome to the Drafting Offers Podcast, the podcast where you get to vote for each episode's draft champ. We're realtors from Southern Ontario, but this is not another real estate podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, catch every episode on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and follow us on social at the Drafting Offers Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brad Warner, Scott Morgan, and John Fielding. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Drafting Offers Podcast. John Brad Scott here. It's the new year, 2024. Uh, lots of stuff happening in 2024, hopefully. Um, anybody uh, anybody had a great New Year's Eve story? Anybody have any New Year's Eve stories that you wanted to share? Was it pretty low-key for I'm just happy. To, I'm just happy we're all in the same virtual studio again. It was great to do that in person, <laughs> but um, let's let's be honest. We did it, uh, We did four episodes in person the editing with all of us being in the same room was poor John spent his entire yeah. holidays editing. So thanks for everyone who listened. Yeah. And making and it worth our while. The the fourth episode, if you do go back and listen, you'll progressively hear the COVID entering my body and my voice leaving. So that was interesting. And we got a nice, two of us got a nice little break. Poor John was grinding. So he was grinding for you guys. Thanks so much, John. Love you. Well, for I, was, it, I, I managed to dodge the COVID. I don't know about you guys. Uh, yeah. You, Brad, sorry, rather. I know that uh, we all kind of had sick. We all or we all got sick a little bit and some of it was a little bit more, uh, more intense than others. And I just keep remembering, like, I don't think I've ever gone through so many COVID tests, like so many COVID rapid tests, mm-hmm. even going back to like 2020, early 2021. I did them, but I don't think I've done as many as I have in like 2023, <laughs> which is weird. You're yeah, glutton for I, punishment, I, eh? I just, just forgot about COVID. Not forgot about it, but it's not in my foref- forefront of my mind. And then I, just, I was so sick and I have a pregnant wife at home and a little kid in daycare. I went, maybe I should check. And it was the boldest line I've ever had in four years of, of pure COVID. So glad we're all well, men. Glad you guys yeah, had a good holiday glad we're, the sounds of it. Yeah, I'm glad we're here today because I think our our audio will be quite better today yes. uh, through the virtual stool. It was nice doing it in person and it was fun. And I hope people enjoyed like the, the Christmas stuff. And as we mentioned, I'm the biggest fan of Christmas out of our group and it was a great <laughs> month, but I am so looking forward to getting back to my regular day-to-day work. Mm-hmm. And we're here, we're here now we're, yeah, we're on I'm- the grind. Was that you saying that because you're you're ready to not be daddy daycare anymore? You're ready to have a little bit of time for yourself? My, yeah, school was closed, obviously. Daycare was closed, too. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of daddy daddy time for the last yep. while, which I'm thankful for. But at the same time, holy jeez. I mean, teachers, you're the best. You're the best if yeah. you can do this yeah. every day. And, and, and day yeah. providers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To go yeah. from that, I mean, if you have your own kids at home, my goodness, that is, uh, that's a lot. It's mm-hmm. a lot. But, mm-hmm. To answer your question, John, mm-hmm. any, any funny New Year stories? Um, no. We, no. <laughs> we very, very low key did the same thing with our, our friends, walked down the street, and I think we were in bed watching the new Squid Game by like 11.30 to ring in the New Year. So that was pretty wild compared to the old Brock yeah. days. Hey, hey Brad. I was definitely in bed by about 9.45. My <laughs> wife a little bit. My wife probably even earlier than that. It's been busy with work. Um, that's well, She's a nurse, so it never stops there. And yeah, it was, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. My parents, my kids don't know what New Year's is or we would have done one of those like fake countdowns. But no, <laughs> I did absolutely nothing. The only thing that changed my life was things were closed on the 1st. I ate and drank nice. a lot, just my share nice. of whatever. And that's kind of that. That was sort of my New Year's Eve. And then eventually it was just sort of, yep, I'm done with today. Done with this year, <laughs> going to bed. 
2024, <laughs> bring it on. Yep. Now, any charcuterie boards that you build, John? You're, um, you're a connoisseur um, of building a nice board. Uh, I think, yeah, I kind of put one together. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I don't remember taking pictures of it, but it looked pretty good. You know, didn't didn't last too long on the coffee table, but uh, yeah. But it was. You know, good. you're good at it when, like, yeah. he showed up to a work potluck and there was labels on it. It was one of the more intense, you, nicer ones I've ever seen. It is well, you got to know. You got to know what you're eating. You got to know what everything is for sure. But I mean, at one guy to put it in perspective brought a, a cold bucket of KFC chicken, and John probably spent hours on this beautiful charcuterie board, nice board, labels. And, and yeah, just, yeah <laughs> KFC. I didn't know KFC was still kicking. Like I, I didn't know KFC, you could still get a forever. bucket. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, good times. Mm -hmm. So You thought Popeye's yeah. took over? Took over KFC in our areas? Oh, Mary Brown's all the way. Popeye's. Oh, Mary Brown. get out well, of here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't even know Popeye's. if I've had Popeye's, but we just got a second one. We oh, have yeah. a second one now here. Yeah. Right We're near my house, over. actually. Yep. We got one Good by to... our Brooklyn office here, and it closed. It didn't survive in Brooklyn. Wow. Mary Brown's mm -hmm. been kicking for, for Brooklyn, over a decade. Yeah. People are yeah. loyal to Mary Brown's. Very, very loyal huh. to Mary Brown's. Popeye's is sort of a, you know, get it while you get it while it's hot kind of a thing. Yeah, people are loyal to their Mary Brown's. Uh, Do you guys like wedges and... or fries? Do you get the tater wedges or the fries? I don't love the, the wedges at Mary Brown's are good. I'm not a potato wedge kind of guy. I don't like, I've never really been into potato wedges from anywhere. But uh, when I'm at Mary Brown's, I think you kind of have to because they've got a great selection of dipping sauces. I think potato wedges, it's key to have the dipping sauce there. And they've got a couple of good ones. So a uh, little <laughs> secret time. I'm a huge dip guy. Huge. <laughs> fries. Not a huge fry oh, yeah. guy. I love it. Love it with some dip. But when you're getting some pizza, which is my favorite, you got to get dip. And I want to thank Pizza Pizza, not for their pizza, but for putting together those dips and getting people onto it. So. Big ups and to big and, and big big shout out to everyone who's trying to eat healthier uh, come twenty twenty four and these two are talking about potatoes helping. and dips and <laughs> Mary Browns and good oh, on yeah. you guys. Yeah. Well, my prediction for 2024 <laughs> is some, maybe some weight gain. Um, and I know that that was maybe the topic. What we were going to talk about today is a couple of things leading into 2024. Given the beginning of the year and, uh, you know, changes. Well, there's been some changes to the real estate market, which yeah. we've discussed over December. Uh, but we are going to be talking a little bit about uh, some of the predictions and some of the uh, anticipated changes to the economy, to the real estate market in 2024. Um, so, I mean, hey, throw it out there, guys. If you've got anything to kind of just throw it on the table, we'll discuss it. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in 2024? I do think rates play a huge role in in the effect of our real estate market right now. And we've seen that over the last few years. Um, yesterday, I was in a meeting with one of our mortgage brokers here at our office that he's with Dominion Lending. And, you know, he gives he gives really valuable insight all throughout so i do trust his opinion so much and he has said that you know the worst when it comes to rates is behind us the one thing i'll say is you know we'll make predictions and statements no one actually knows and even if you go and look at what the professionals say out there they're all saying different things i'm sure you guys yeah. are hearing the same thing yeah, that's the caveat to all this. We are not economists. We just um, have our thumb on the pulse of one, the market, but two, we're speaking to professionals who do know what they're talking about to a degree with their opinions. Um, if you kick back to the last episode of uh, our chat about Benjamin Tal and, and the course that I went to in November, just kind of breaking down what his predictions was or were 
kind of hits the same nail on the head as what what Brad's saying is the, the the key thing to think or to see was that the light at, is at the end of, end of the tunnel. He he predicts that the worst has happened and that the Bank of Canada is overshot, which is exactly what you're saying, Brad. And it's it, what kind of what you're hearing across the board to a degree. So it sounds as though the rate increases are are over um, for now. But that is that seems unanimous. Yeah, that yeah. one, that part seems unanimous amongst everybody. Yeah, it's the, the rate yeah. increases were a result of the economy being in the place where it was. I mean, it was nobody was spending and, and sort of the rate increases were to kind of stimulate the economy and and uh, curb inflation. And I think when they say that it's done its job, you sort of have to believe that it's done its job. And I mean, mm -hmm. if that's the case and if it has done its job, then mm -hmm. the natural reaction to that is, OK, great. When do they start to come down again? Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, they probably will start to come down a little bit i don't know if it's going to be first quarter second quarter like i don't think there's going to be a whole lot of decreases substantial decreases until you know until spring um, yeah but i mean I, I i don't know is how substantial are we talking about well, right? i i mean i i have two different models of two different opinions i got in all in one day yesterday and one of them said you know nothing for the next six months and then we'll start seeing the decreases then and everything will hold steady and obviously there's a uh, announcement coming up shortly after this podcast airs too, right? And um, they're saying, you know, it's most likely going to be the same. And we're just going to see the exact same rate that we're currently at. I'm not sure. Um, I have another opinion too, but have you guys heard anything else? Like, have you heard anything within six months from anyone? Yeah, it sort of comes into my prediction. So so here's Scott's, yeah. uh, Soul Scott's Go prediction for, for the year. I feel like they're going to kind of flip what they did last year because... Like John just said, people are on the sidelines going, oh, okay, well, they've hit their peak. When do they go down? I think if Canada moves too quick, too fast, we're going to go right back to where we were and they're going to undo the things that they've done. So they have overshot. I think they need to let that settle in, which will fortunately lead to a little more distress for, for certain homeowners right now. But even when things were slower last year, the listings that I had when they, they weren't selling as quick as they were in the spring we were still getting a lot of showings. So the, the people are there. What will happen is the floodgates will open if they go too quick, too fast. So I think what they'll do is they'll let this sort of dry out and let it play itself out until probably around June to July would be my my recommend or my prediction um, and, and follow suit with what they did with the quarter points. I think my, my prediction would be June and July, a quarter point, which are kind of getting into summer months when it's not like, is if you start raising or lowering rates now and then leading into spring, when that's traditionally when people will focus on listing and, and buying, you're, you're throwing a match on to kindling. So mm -hmm. if you kind of let the market do its thing, you get into a slower time, you let two rate decreases happen that might help the fall market in which they might hang on for a little bit. And then as it gets into a slower period in the end of the year, maybe doing another quarter point and that bringing us back to exactly where we were leading into last year. And then mm -hmm. 2025, I think, depending on where you're at, you might see more decreases from there because from what the economists were saying, they want us to be down in the, uh, the mid-ish threes uh, mm -hmm. as a healthy market. So that's the goal to get to, in my opinion. So CIBC released some, some, a statement, I guess, of where they think the rates are going over the next year, actually two years. And theirs is much more drastic than I, I would have imagined. And you're talking about quarter points. They were talking much larger than that. But wow. so we're currently at five, right? And in June, they were saying 4.75 is where we would be at. 
And then in September, they said we'd be all the way down to four. And then by December, they they were forecasting that the rates would be at 3.5. Hmm. And then they went all the way into 2025 and said by December, we'd be at 2.5, which is which is interesting that, because uh, that's scary. They, People who walked into a fixed mortgage right now are just absolutely fuming. <laughs> the one the one thing that they did mention is, you know, the big time that we're going to really be talking about rates where it's like a, where the mortgages are all going to come into focus again is when those people that are coming up for renewal in 2025, 2026 that signed on, you know, when the market was at the peak and then we're getting there again. So I think it's interesting that they're saying, okay, well, by December 2025, we'll be back down to 2.5%. A lot of uh, mortgage brokers and, and bank people, financial people were saying that they're going to see a lot of um, uh, a lot of uh, power of sales and mortgage defaults and things like that in 2023. Um, there were a few, but not really as many because, you know, if you did, if you signed a, a very, very low rate, like if you signed a mortgage in 2020 or 2021, that was like 1% or 1.49% or something like that, chances are, you probably locked in for a couple of years, right? As long as you possibly can at that rate. So we're going to start seeing in the next couple of years, some mortgage defaults because a lot of people just simply won't be able to pay. They won't keep up, be able to keep up with the payments or keep up with the interest. So if we see some more powers of sales, they will, I don't know, I was going to say bringing the prices down, bring the overall prices down, right? But like, you have to understand that that's a power of sale. It's not like an arm's length transaction as we as we refer to. Um, so we'll see some lower prices, but they may not be the reasons that we suspect they're going to be. You know what I mean? You follow? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a little yep. convoluted. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I follow what you're saying. I think for the consumer, the general consumer, that's, you know, even the people listening to this, we're a little in the weeds on the rates because it, we we as realtors, we know how much it affects it. But I guess a question for both of you really is, okay, so we see these rate increases. We think in the next six months, the rates are going to come down. What people really want to know is how is this going to affect the price of houses? I think the narrative's already out there that that this is kind of across the board what is anticipated. So I, people are looking. The couple of people I was speaking with at our kickoff meeting yesterday had listings come out and one had like 28 showings booked within the first day. That was listed mm -hmm. aggressively, but... That in the in the late fall, people, if you were listing aggressively and delaying offers, no one was coming because they're mm -hmm. going, ah, we'll just go look at this one or that one. We're looking for a deal. I think there's going to be some buyers the next little bit that are looking to get in before things take off. It all depends on how fast and how much rates go down. Mm -hmm. And if it goes down drastically, there are people on the sidelines. Last year was a 20-year low in number of transactions. People are, I think we, we borrowed from last year to potentially this year if rates go down too considerably. So hearing mm -hmm. prediction from CIBC, which I follow Benjamin Dow from T CIBC, and he's been pretty much hitting the nail on the head for the last few years. That's kind of worrisome to hear because I, if that does happen, I think these prices are going to skyrocket very quickly again. Do you? But do you believe that there's a lot of people that are potentially going to be listing their house that are also waiting on the sidelines for these buyers? Like, I guess that's the unknown is how many, I think we know that there's a lot of buyers. I think that's fair to say. And they're who are waiting on the sidelines, waiting for these rates to come down, who are going to come into play. But the one thing that seems like kind of an unknown is 
how many people are potentially going to be listing their house. And when it's supply and demand, where is that going to shake out? I think that'll be mm-hmm. a big factor. I think, yeah, I think it's, it's product class for, to what you're saying, John, or sorry, Brad, it's um, depending on what, what the product is. And you just said, are you listing? Well, a lot of people that are listing are also buying. So you're yeah. kind of, it's the, it's, it's a wash. It's mm. if people are going to be looking to get out of investment properties in which yeah. case, I don't know why they wouldn't have done that already if, unless they're really like hemorrhaging money. Because uh, well, if you're hearing rates are going to be going down over the next bit, I know rent hasn't gone up by the same amount, but you're, you're almost past the worst pain point if you can stomach it. So it's going to depend. Do you have a condo? Is this um, four bedroom, two car garage detached home in the suburbs? It's totally different. But yeah, last the end of last year, a lot of people that were listed uh, took those, themselves off and are they going to come back this year? I don't know. But if there is an uh, influx of buyers, then that's almost needed. We say it all the time. I feel like we've said it for a year. More than that, you know, inventory, inventory, inventory. And right now, do we don't really have an inventory issue, but we're going to find out if we do in the next six months, I think. Also could be the wrong type of inventory, right? I mean, we could have a lot of places like right now on my street, there's at least three or four, but there's a lot of building happening, which is good. And the thing, and it's good to see that because this is kind of my, my last point here um, about my my last prediction for 2024 is that right now we're in a very uh, significant shortage of skilled trades. And the fact is you need those skilled trades to build the houses, right? So if you're in a shortage of skilled trades, you don't have the labor to build the houses. The houses are going to be built slowly and the materials will be more expensive. You'll have to pay these people more expensive. And then the cost of a new build will be higher than it has been in the past. So given the shortage of skilled trades, you're going to see some potential building delays, hopefully not too many, but um, you know, it, it compounding with the, the the supply of materials that we've seen over the last couple of years, or the lack of supply of materials, you know, the building could be affected too. So that's just something that I kind of see happening that has not not really much to do with the interest rates. It's a little bit of a different perspective. So if you're looking at a new build, um, there could be some delays there too, and the prices could go up just a little bit. So expect the unexpected for those. That's then that's where it's tough, and and why again the resale market is so important. But uh, I remember yep. being in a board of trade meeting prior to COVID, like probably a month in before, where they were saying to catch up to the demand needed, it was like 150,000 homes would need to be built a year. Mm-hmm. And Ontario's capacity, or might've been Canada's, uh, don't quote me there, their capacity at the time was to build 75,000. So they weren't halfway there. Mm-hmm. Then you add in COVID delays, you add in builders that just put things on hold, like they're, they're not even close. And we're actually letting more new um, immigrants into the country that are having purchase power. So I feel like the problem of the supply is just going to get worse because of everything you just said, John, and all the economic factors leading to a higher demand. I'm very worrisome if that, if that, what Brad's saying, the rates start to go up too fast, too quickly. I know this is a little bit hyper local, but the one prediction I'll throw out there for my area anyways is, you know, John just referenced that house down the street from him that is not a house that you're out there wanting, but a house that someone's going to buy if you need it. And during during the peak, when the rates were a lot lower, that house would have sold because everything. Oh, yeah. Sold. Yeah. It didn't matter yeah, where it was. And I yeah. think as the rates get lower, 
there is going to be much more of an influx of buyers and that's going to push the Durham region prices up quite a bit where you guys live and the demand for more inventory will be there. And for my area, this is this will be the reason that our price point does come up and we're going to see multiple offers again once the rates come down significantly. You'll see some um, spillover from Durham too. Like yeah, 100, some 100, from 100, yeah, 100 percent. We will yeah. see a ripple over because right now in this current market, if you're going in, the buyers that are looking at things are local buyers because we don't have that spillover from Durham because you can afford to buy yeah. in Bowmanville or Newcastle, you know, like you're not coming out North all this way. But if, as things, as things go down, my, the Hastings County or the Bay of Quinney area, whatever you want to call it, where I live, um, when things get, the prices get higher there and it, it almost like tightens up over there in Durham and it's so hard to buy a house. That's when we get the spillover. And for us, that's going to be when things change, when we start bringing in those buyers again from out of town. Because right now, you know, things are steady and the prices seem fairly steady, but it's local buyers and local mm -hmm. sellers, right? So it's just uh, the market changes here so much when that happens. Final thoughts before we draft. Yeah. Final thoughts, anyone? Uh, well, just I want to add on. I want to add on to that. Brad. Uh, <laughs> thank you for saying Durham region buyers and not all you city buyers that a lot of people from... <laughs> From well, it seems like the city this. people, city people go to Durham, Durham people come here. Donuts, <laughs> yeah. right? It's a donut yeah. fact. The downtown clears out, goes to the suburbs. The suburbs yeah. clear out, goes to the further regions. And then those ones clear out eventually. And they start to come back downtown again. Like, it's just this weird, like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happens. Yeah. They come to Belleville and then the Belleville people move outside of Belleville. It's like, yeah. it just yeah. keeps going and, and going. people move yeah. to uh, out, out east, east coast. And then now a few of those people are starting to come back. But yeah, the uh, only, only thing yeah. to add to that would be, I think, uh, kind of already talked about it a bit, but the prediction, we hit a 20 year low in, in transactions. I think we're going to absolutely supersede that by a great deal. So like number of transactions, you're going to see more homes listed, more homes sold this year yeah. by a considerable amount, like uh, probably tens of thousands. Hope so. I would like, I'm excited for the year end, uh, maybe get together. We'll maybe do it a little differently. So poor John's not editing maybe at all. Um, well, I think and, we'll have some, <laughs> you, you can, never know what technology we'll do in a year. We'll see yeah. what technology maybe, does over the course of the year. Cause we'll do a yeah, mid-year check. check mid Sell check a couple more houses. We can buy some more equipment and make it sound yeah. a little bit better. Those are all yeah. seeds. It's just supply and demand and everything. <laughs> no is pressure correlated. on the listeners, but if you could just reach out and we could buy, a send us some money. <laughs> that would be yeah. fun. Anyone um, wants a sponsor? Let us know. We've got some, <laughs> we've got a, a heck of a draft topic um, for everybody. And I think, you know, over the course of the holidays, this is probably a room where a lot of us spent a bit of time. I know that I did because it was the only time that I could get away from people. Yeah, it's 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 your it's your kind of epic bathroom features or or the things that just make a bathroom special. That could be yeah. an accessory, that could be a feature, a design feature, whatever you want. But as John said, I think a lot of parents as well spent a lot of time in in this room um, over the holidays while their kids were home just to get five minutes of peace with the and, door locked uh, and door locked and, and yeah just start sending out memes and reels to your friends. Yeah, this is an interesting one. It was one that's been on the list for a while, and I'm I'm excited to to get after it. So, what better time than to share a screen here? Everyone's favorite part of this podcast, which is the wheel of names, wheel especially of names. for those just listening. Mm -hmm. We can give a little. 
Seems like we add more, more and more names on every time. Yeah, it's just three people, but I I don't want anyone considering this to be cheap. Oh, stop, 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 stop. It almost went on Brad. It is on John. Are you kidding me? The way you reacted, John, did you not want the first pick? No, I'm just surprised because I didn't think that I was ever capable of getting the first pick. And it's not, the wheel has never landed on my name ever. You don't don't have to. That's one thing. The wheel has not been, like, we actually should go back and look at the percentage points, but the wheel's not been in John's favor very much. So maybe 2024 is a new year. It is a a new wheel, new wheel luck distribution. We're starting fresh on the, maybe this is the year of John. How many times? Um, We're zero, zero, zero here. Starting fresh. Oh, is that right? Okay. Okay. So, I am. Uh, I'm going to take the first pick, and uh, I do think there is a one-one here. But I'm going to take the first pick. Uh, I'm going to give the second pick to Scott, and I'm going to get the give the third pick Sweet. to Brad. Okay. Um, and my first pick for my bougie bathroom is going to have a heated floor. Yeah. Um, yeah. No questions asked. It's going to be a heated floor. It's going to have the tile underneath with the little coils that go through. Put the tile on top. Um, it's a heated floor. If you ever get out of the bathroom, you ever get out of the tub and put your little wet feet onto a heated floor. Um, it's magic. <clears throat> yeah, Pardon it's nice. me. It's magical. It, it's nice. Nice to have you over there. The old. John, yeah. you oh. voice just, just went there. Uh, Is that where... <clears throat> nope, fine. <laughs> no, um, uh, I, I think it's like a great floor. Heated floor. Yeah. I, I think mm. there's a lot of good options. That is one where when you're thinking... Yeah epic features or, or bougie actually let's go with that it's gonna be a bougie bathroom feature bougie bathrooms <laughs> um we we have heated floors and you, you don't think you need it and then when it's the middle of winter and you get in there and it's dark at 4 30 or when you wake yeah. up in the morning and you get that nice warmth it just makes you feel good so it's like like a car with a heated steering wheel crank that on heated seat heated yeah. steering wheel Do you crank have that, that on John? there and you're good to go i have heated seats i have heated seats in yeah. the front and the back but no heated steering wheel yeah i've heard good things about no steering, steering wheel, wheel. I'm more of a, I want yeah. the ventilated seats uh, for the summertime for the opposite. I did have a, golf. I had a car with, uh, with vented seats was awesome. Yeah. 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 How do you, have, you know, you know, I just the that. sweat just melts yeah. away. That was kind of, uh, I think where I was going to go with that. So yeah, I was going to go with that. So I think that maybe was the yeah. first round for the Told you. It's 2024. It's a new year. New. All right. I am going to take, I'm going to take the rain shower. I think when you, when you first of all visually when you see it it looks cool especially when it's on and then secondly when you're getting hit by that uh, especially with another feature which i won't talk about but it's 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 just a nice shower experience so i'm gonna take the rain shower that's a that's a nice like a relaxing kind of a shower too right i mean you can it's sort of your morning utility shower where you're just washing to to get out but it's also it also could be a nice relaxing one too because you can kind of you can go a little bit more just like it feels like rain, right? It's rain heads. It comes out kind of slowly. Um, or you can just crank up the intensity and just blast all the dirt off you. Um, I'm more of like a like a get in, get out kind of a guy. I don't spend a lot of time in there. But I think if I had the rainfall shower head, I probably would waste a lot of water in my in my house. Oh, yeah. Definitely waste me. water. But it, it's relaxing. You need that little moment of me time for, for your either morning or if you're having a shower before bed. Uh, it sounds like sounds like John was a big uh, Kramer from Seinfeld, where he wanted that like industrial animal showerhead to just peel the skin off of me, eh? just real quick in and out. <laughs> the, this one's for elephants. We don't. This is we only. We don't sell this one. Yeah. No, no, that's what I want. Okay, the first one I want to go with is a is a smart toilet that comes with a bidet and it has heated seats on it from Japan. Yeah. Talks to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the best. I'm just gonna say smart toilet because you just chose smart like toilet things there. Uh, well, I mean it, 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 it. Everyone knows that it comes with the 
bidet and uh well so when i hear smart i think of uh voice activated is what i uh -huh. think of but okay well whatever that's fine there's like smart. wave the sensors though there's some that you can just kind of wave and it opens and wave and it yeah. closes and then flushes by itself and uh lighting you know mood lighting <laughs> i guess mm -hmm. or like that's night I, lighting. Feel, I feel north america is so behind the times when it comes to toilets because you get to europe or you get to somewhere like japan like the toilets mm -hmm. are just next level and super expensive and then Correct. the next one the next one is actually this is the reason that i said yesterday like oh let's do this and because this is something i got for christmas and this is super bougie um and it's a towel warmer Oh, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> so this little cylinder thing. And before you get in, you throw your, throw your towels in there, turn it on. And yeah. then when, and then there's a little timer. And when you're done in your shower, it's all warmed up and yeah, nice and cozy in the bathroom. Sold a couple of houses with towel warmers, heated towel bars and things like that. And it's, uh, it's always a, it's always a nice little feature to just like walk somebody through the house and be like, this is heated by the way. And they're like, Ooh, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's heated. <laughs> the one thing I will say about ours so far since we've got it is it's not, it's not really an adult thing in my household. It's only used for the children thus far. Mm. Yeah, it's like the wipes warmers <laughs> where like your kid just gets used to warm wipes. So when it gets into the real world and gets a, a cool wipe on it, they just start screaming. But I'm also <laughs> learning here heated steering wheel um you like a heated seat on your toilet and you want yeah. a heated towel like you just like being running hot no but i don't i chase cold i told this, i would have thought told, you were this is totally uh, no no i'm a i'm a cold I, I chase cold i don't like being overheated brad seems but, like kind of like the guy that would have like a duvet on the bed and the window wide open in the middle of winter yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah. yeah but that's healthy i've heard that's good for you <laughs> yeah a cold room to sleep in now you got to get the leg out the blanket or it's just a furnace in the in, under those blankets but <laughs> all right all right round two um, scott's pick i'm gonna take double sinks the old his and her sink uh, mm -hmm. it could be just them and them. Yeah. Hers and hers. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Yeah, theirs My and theirs. Adults and kids could yep. be the adult sink and the kid sink. We we moved into a place where there was one sink and a large uh, countertop, and then our kids' bathroom, which when we moved we didn't even have kids, had two. The previous mm -hmm. owner had two adult kids, so we go into that one, and you're realizing, oh, this is kind of nice to have your own sink and not have to get into lovers quarrels with your partner over how much stuff they have around their sink or in their sink. And uh, once you get your own sink, that's your own space. Just, yeah. Do you go have ahead. a double sink in your, uh, in your bathroom too? Like your ensuite? Uh, we do. No. Oh, so you have two different double sinks because your bathroom has a double sink, doesn't it? Your main bathroom? The main bathroom does. Yeah. Just so you have them. two different bathrooms with two different double sinks. What a fancy guy. <laughs> great, That's four great times night. the amount yeah. of sinks that I Very have. Holy <laughs> jeez. That is the most bougie, bougie of the bougie. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. If um, you guys ever need to wash your hands, you guys can come over and have your we'll own swing sink. by. In the door, <laughs> give us the door code. We'll just. Uh, yeah, you're in. All right. My last pick of this round is going to be um, something that I've always wanted. And I see these in houses and I think they're the coolest things ever. But I'm going to get myself from my next when I do my bathroom reno um, is a mirror with a built in screen. So your uh, your TV or whatever it is, YouTube, we've got something like a little power button. Some of the mirrors have lights around them, too. This one just has like you kind of turn on the screen and it disappears. Like if when you turn it off, it's reflective on the front. So it disappears. It just looks like a mirror. When you turn it on, your little screen is there. 
Um, you see them in barbershops and stuff too, actually now these days, which is really, really cool. So I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with a mirror with a t- mirror with a monitor in it. Okay. <laughs> that's it. No, it's a great that's John just, pick. Okay. Is it like you, John's got to get the tech in there. And I, I like yeah, that for you. Very techy. When I, I do, when I have seen thing. them, it's definitely got the lights around it, which I've yeah. noticed, which is, yeah. yeah. So, so what are you, you're watching TV and the news while you get ready? What's, what are you using right, that for? Right now I have a, uh, well, so right now I've got a, um, an Alexa, like an Amazon Echo in my bathroom and I can watch TV. Like I can watch YouTube. I can watch, uh, the morning show on TV via YouTube on, in the bathroom. In your mirror, in your or, mirror. In my mirror. Well, I don't have it. It sits on my, it sits on the, on the shelf right now, but if I had it built into the mirror, that's what I kind of would be doing. Or you can do like, um, you can watch cause I've got cameras and I could look at my backyard. I can see what's happening in the backyard. If I hear a noise, I can look at the front door. Yeah, you can do a lot of this stuff on your phone too. But I mean, if it's built in and it's right there, you can look at it. You can do yeah. voice uh, video calls. <laughs> I don't know. While I'm in you the bathroom. You can watch us on the Drafting Offers podcast. Yeah. You could watch the pod. Yeah, exactly. You watch the podcast while you're uh, getting ready in the morning. So I just got an Alexa, John. Um, we never had one before, but I. I got like one of the, like a like a doorbell, so I had to get an Alexa to yeah. to actually make the doorbell work. Yeah, and my oldest, he loves the Alexa. He's obsessed with it since the day I got it. Mm-hmm. But the only thing he asks her to do is play the "Move It, Move It" song. Amazing! And, yes, and yeah. I swear. Amazing. Alexa in my house plays the "I Like to Move It, Move It" song twenty five times a day. Like it's just, (laughs) there's no off button on it, right? It's just on repeat. Yeah. Every, every time he's in, in, in anywhere near it, he runs in Alexa play. I like to move it, move it. And then he goes to the next, he doesn't even listen to it. And he goes, (laughs) (laughs) it's his song. And then it's, that's what she plays. That was uh, my my in laws' house. When we go there, their Alexa's plugged in very low. And for whatever reason, when prior realized what that was, he gets right up in Alexa's face and he just says, Alexa. And he always would say, play wheels on the bus. And then we would hear that five times in a row until mm-hmm. you'd have to try to unplug Alexa. This winter was great, though, because he'd get right up in its face and he'd be like, play Thunderstruck. And you're like, yes, yes. <laughs> he's, he's oh, I got to teach him that. That and at, at Halloween was Thriller. So he's big into um, <laughs> The classics, but yeah, good. Those choice. are that's a, it's a slippery slope with those things. Those like smart home mm-hmm. devices, especially the ones that like because I've got three of them, and I mean I don't have a huge house, but I have three of them just because of whatever I want. One in this room, one in this room, and another one in this room. So once you get one, you're going to end up buying more, and then you're going to get you know just the speaker like just that plays music, and you get the one with the screen so you can see outside or you can see you know videos and whatever. But it's just it's a slippery slope. And uh, I know that everything's watching me. And also, if you're watching this and we're, we keep on saying the word Alexa and your smart speakers are going off oh, and doing yeah. weird things, I apologize in advance for that. Yeah. No, you're welcome. Because you're welcome. <laughs> we welcome. said Alexa about 45 Alexa, times. play I like to move it, move it. Yeah. So, Alexa, <laughs> subscribe to Drafting Offers Podcast. <laughs> That's it. That's how you do it. We've talked about showers a lot. Um, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take... Um, a bidet, like just a standalone bidet. And we've talked about toilet seats that haven't built, or sorry, toilets that haven't built in. But I think that one of the bougiest things, like an old school bougie thing is, is the bidet, just like a standalone bidet right there. You just kind of do whatever you do with it. And, uh, and that's it. Big COVID sales. They're huge in COVID. Yeah. They work. Just add that onto your existing toilet. It's apparently pretty easy to do. The toilet seat one. Maybe they'll sponsor this podcast. I don't know. The toilet seat one was really big, I guess, right? Because, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. 
lack of toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah, everybody was buying up all the toilet paper. So the bidet toilet seats just turned into this like multi-million dollar enterprise. I'll admit I've never used a standalone bidet. Um, yeah, I don't know maybe, how either. Why? Maybe we get a special guest one time to come in and give us a reaction, <laughs> a demonstration. <laughs> Jeez. I just checked uh, out for like three seconds there while I was trying to pick my next pick in my head, and I came back to that. That was, that was <laughs> all my right. Third Scott. pick is bidet. So Scott, back to you for pick number. Yeah, dose. some of the bougie stuff's been kind of taken. I'm just gonna go a little more practical. I think the hidden drain when when the the tiling is done with a bit of a slope, and then the the actual drain gets the tile on top. Whether it's towards the back wall or all goes towards the middle, and you don't really see where the drain is. It looks really cool. It looks bougie or classy. And uh, that's where I'm going. It, I probably could have got that later, but I'm staying true to myself here. It's 2024. And what? It starts conversations. What, what if I lose? What yeah. If I lose? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it's a nice thing. It's a nice feature. Scott and I know a house that had one of those things that I think we yes. were in last year. And uh, it was very, very cool. That bathroom was incredible. It was stunning. Um, but yeah. I remember seeing that there was no circular drain. There was no little like great right it, it was nothing it was just sort of like the edge it was almost like a roll-off type of a thing that was very yeah. very cool you see yeah. it with your your floor vents sometimes in rooms where they'll put the whatever your flooring is in there but with the actual like that was where i saw it too you just don't really see where the water's going all of a sudden it's disappearing and going this is mm -hmm. pretty swanky so i guess i have back-to-back -back picks here both these of you guys have kind of taken a little bit but i'm gonna more cement them here but my first one is a waterproof tv I know John had a, you know, this smart mirror with the TV in it kind of, but I, this is like a standalone TV on the wall that you, maybe you can see from the bathroom, maybe you see also from the shower. Yeah. That's waterproof built in. Would it be like an outdoor TV? Those are waterproof too? Or can you put yeah. one in a casing? I don't know how, no, I don't no. know how waterproof. Or are TV. you just putting this oh, away from the expert. shower is, yeah. yeah. Cause I think, I think. I think if I'm not mistaken, mistaken, Brad, those are just TVs. I don't know if they're actually waterproof in there. Listen, I don't know. This is more right up in your wheelhouse, this bougie bathroom stuff, as we've talked about. So I don't know. I think you could do a waterproof TV right in the shower. I think that would be super bougie. Right at <laughs> I just picture you getting ready that. in university, like watching the basketball or hockey game, shower beer, TVs just right in front of you. Shower mm -hmm. beer, not bougie, but great. Hey, well, let's, <laughs> let's just leave that one alone for a sec. Right. Whoa. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay. Foreshadowing maybe. All just right. For a and, second. and then my I'm other pick. First of the yeah, fourth round. My other pick is like uh, Scott took um, rain shower or waterfall shower. I think I've heard it called, which is super relaxing, you know, good experience. I'm going to take the dual shower heads because I'm all about efficiency. Like two? Like, like, two? <laughs> like one here like and a, one here. <laughs> like like so the two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't that. do that because I didn't know I was I could because that's what we have is like the, the sh one's the shower and the other's the wand. So you're out of there quicker. And yeah, the that's wand exactly has, what I want. Some, the, the wand has some pepper on it. So it actually yeah. cleans you quicker. That's um, that's what I want. The the efficient shower, the make it the quickest experience as possible. Yeah, it's a dual, a dual shower. Sh head. It's a dual shower head. It's your yep. your fixed one and your movable one, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I is like that, that so? That's different also because um, some some bougies have two all of them. shower heads. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm. Oh, I his, know. I... His and hers. His and his. Hers and hers. Uh, there's. Uh, yeah. All right. Mine. Mine. Head. I like that. Okay. I like that pick because it's it's practical. It gets you in and out, but it like. 
You're getting mm -hmm. the relaxation, but also cleaning. So that's a nice pick. You want bougie? It's a walk-in shower. There's no full surrounding. You just have the piece of glass or maybe a wall. Uh, yeah. Feels, feels very spa-like. Barrier-free uh, roll-in mm -hmm. shower. No yeah. stepping up, no stepping into it. Yep. That was and actually- it reminds uh, me of the shower that John was referring to. It was a walk-in shower, so there was no door, and then everything sloped towards that hidden drain. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, that was, uh, I've seen that in a couple of houses uh, where it's just sort of, yeah, like the, the flooring, the tile is just tile, and it just sort of kind of slopes down a little bit, and there's a little bit of a wall, a little screen, or like a, a glass, sort of a glass screen. You just walk around it, and it's right there. No shower curtain. Just a totally barrier-free experience. And then when you get the heated floors pumping, you don't have to worry mm -hmm. about getting cold because it's just mm -hmm. um, it's just an experience. John, um, you got two in a row. Kind of makes me feel like a locker room, though, too, at the same was, time. Because locker rooms don't that. have the... It depends oh, how yeah. it is done. Yeah. I was going to say that. I was Well, I was in the gym today, and you know, locker room, same thing, same sort of thing, where you just sort of walk into the shower. You don't really have to step over anything. It just, mm -hmm. you just pull the curtain behind you. But uh, um, A lot cleaner. You don't have to clean that curtain. No right. Stink. I'm going to say um, I'm going to say a freestanding tub, oh, like a yeah. freestanding tub, like a we've had we talked about the freestanding barrier free shower. I'm going to say like a, you know, a claw foot tub, like one of the kind of a I don't know. I don't know how you describe it. it's a round tub. It looks like a tub with feet. It's a it's a freestanding claw foot tub. That's the that's a bougie bougie. That thing. was going to be my next pick. Yeah, good pick. Claw foot tub. And, and, and to make it even bougier is when they're building the shower and it's like in the tiled area where the shower is. Have you seen that? I have a listing like that right now. In yep. the yeah. tiled area where the shower is. So like picture glass where all the shower is. It's not okay. maybe not a walk-in. And then okay. say it's wall to wall. The shower is on one side. On the other side behind the glass on the tile is that, that floating tub. Okay. So all the water is staying in the same spot. Oh, and then you have a TV up on the wall to lay down and watch TV yeah, while you're heated, having a bath. Heated floors. Heated floors. Get out rain shower, you're not leaving there. With a hot towel when you're coming out. I think we're all going to um, call our contractors after this. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, my second one to, to start off the – starting off the fifth round? Final round. Fifth Final round. Yeah, yeah, starting off the fifth round here, mine is a refrigerator. You're going to be like, what in the what are you guys talking about with a refrigerator? But I'm going to tell you because we've been talking about bougie things and spending a lot of time in our bathroom – um, having a refrigerator, like a little beer fridge, not necessarily for beer. If you wine want a beer, and you can sometimes, Hey, there's some wine fridge. Sometimes you need to keep things cool, right? There's going to be women, people, men, whatever in my, in my life that have, you know, makeup and things like that that need to stay cool. So they need to kind of have it in, keep things chilled. Um, so there's that. It's almost like a cosmetics fridge, but then of course you can put drinks and, you know, snacks in it. Go over to the fridge, crack one, jump in the shower. I thought you steam were yourself up. One. It's a fridge, like so I'm getting a refrigerator yeah. in the bathroom. I have a wine fridge. I did see it's a just like super a bougie glass. house last year. It had actually two of these things that John picked, the mirror with the TV screen, and it also had that uh, the mini fridge there, and it was a wine fridge. There was three wine fridges in this house. One was in mm -hmm. by the- A little champagne the in the tub, tub sometimes. You don't have to go yeah. all the way down, keep a couple glasses and a champagne there, get it into your claw foot tub. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to win this. You guys can just see <laughs> it right now. <laughs> that was a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> And I knew it when I you, said you, shower you here. I, I got lots on the floor on the drafting room floor. I got lots on the bathroom floor left over here. So let's, uh, let's wrap let's it see. up. John's um, got lots yeah. of spiel. Scott's number. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Scott. Yeah. It's me. I, I, I'm just deciding between two and, and I'm also looked at John's team and I'm going, Oh geez, how do I, how do I finish up to, to <laughs> compete here? 
I'm going to go with a two-way fireplace. So it, it can't happen in every bathroom, but when you see a nice resort bathroom into the bedroom, you're getting the fireplace probably with mm-hmm. the, your tub beside there. It just looks looks swanky. Looks I like bougie. that. Oh, yeah. So I can't do that fireplace. in my... my uh, maybe I could. My, my bathroom is behind this wall over here in my house. So I don't know. Maybe I can stick a fireplace in there. I might lose my sink. <laughs> but yeah, I don't can try. <laughs> I don't need a sink. You can borrow one of mine. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> sets the mood. Definitely sets the mood. I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is okay. that legal to do? Can you still do a two-sided life. fireplace? Like, is it? I mean, oh, if I, yeah. it would have to be. Is it legal? Yeah. Like, I don't even know if it's. I've heard Why there's not? there's things you can and things you can't do. I don't know the two-sided fireplace. Maybe if it's just like electric like within a like, bathroom or within just in general, because there's just some that are connecting like a family room and a dining room. If you have kind of one of those half walls, they'll put them in there. Yeah, so I've seen those too. And then some I've seen recently on some pretty swanky houses where you your family room one also opens up to like your back covered area. So there's mm-hmm. a two-way fireplace inside and outside. I mean, everything is possible with enough money, right? I guess yeah. that's true. You hit that <laughs> yeah, lotto max point. 50 million and you can yeah. do whatever you want. Just you get four sinks, sinks. Yeah, in a matter bad. of two bed, two bathrooms, four sinks. Okay, <laughs> okay so, well, last my last one. Least, yeah, my last one. Know. This this is this would be really nice to have, but I think it gets a bad rap because of like the commercial side of things. But it's touchless faucets. I know you know it makes you maybe think of going to a public bathroom. I get that, but imagine you had them at your own house. Sweet, you don't have to turn it on. You don't have to clean up that mess. If you touch in the sink, you go to the bathroom. You don't have to worry about getting. You know, you're yeah. just. I think I think they get a bad rap. I think these this would be so high in the draft mm-hmm. before everywhere else had the touchless. Faucets. I think it's a, I like those things. I have, um, I have a touchless soap dispenser, but uh, not a touchless, not a touchless faucet. But I do like the idea of the touchless faucet because you're going to use the faucet. Your hands are dirty and now you're touching it. So if you, if you don't have to touch anything, then it's good. I think a lot of people are a little bit worried about these because a lot of people install faucets by themselves. And I know I do. I don't call a plumber to install a faucet because I've done a million of them and I can do it kind of with my eyes closed almost. But um, I think it's because you're blending plumbing and electrical and it's a little bit scary for the DIYers. I wouldn't, I'd be a little bit concerned about doing that. I know a lot of the time it just plugs into the wall, but you've got to have power under your sink for that. Mm. And you may not have an outlet there already. And so you've got to get somebody to do that. So I think a lot of people are a little bit put off by those, but I do love the idea, especially in the, in the bathroom, right? The kitchen we've, we've been using, we've had them for a long time. Um, but uh, the bathroom one is a nice thing to have. You just hit it there, John. For the kitchen, it makes sense. You are cooking with chicken and I'll wash my hands 40 times while I'm doing mm-hmm. that and it's a pain in the butt. You want to just yeah. tap it. Why in the bathroom? Yeah, it, well, you probably just showered or you're going to shower. You are washing you, your hands to clean you've it. Wiped. I don't, you've used what if you just went to the bathroom? You, you went number two. Well, you, no, but you use, a, you use a bidet. What? Who's wiping these days? You, know? <laughs> like you guys wiping. have both chosen. Wiping is so, to, to wiping is so 2023. Your, your toilet paper budget is zero. Like you don't need to do that at all. You got the cleanest hands in town. Uh, yeah. I saw this on like, uh, it wasn't Cribs, but they were like showing off Kanye West and Kim Kardashian's house one time. And he had like the auto, he had like the, the touchless faucets, but then he also had like, the top, the top of the sink was all like flat if you looked at it because it had like those what was the drain that you said there you couldn't even the hidden tell drain where, in the like sink a, one like it a, was yeah, a yeah, hidden yeah. drain that, yeah. in the sink and it was like it looked like one flat thing a but, giant stone right but somehow the water would all 
leave. Yeah, and I've seen was, those in shopping malls. Yeah. That's nothing. And, and, uh, nothing. Like, well, well <laughs> Kim, and, Kim, and, Kim and Kanye had it at their house. That's, that's, <laughs> and that's, that's like, that's like probably 10 years, seven, 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Sports, I want to say Stuck too, with or me. You're, you're just wondering, you're like, okay, I'm going to turn the water on. This is going to go everywhere, knowing my <laughs> luck. And then it just, yeah, it sloped a little bit. Where those suck is it like you go to brush your teeth, you just got toothpaste everywhere. You go to shower or sorry, uh, like trim your beard. We all have beards. Yeah. It's it, it's not practical. It looks cool though, but I know what you're yeah, saying. It looks mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, so team one, John, heated floors, a mirror with built-in screen, bidet, freestanding tub, and a mini fridge. Scott, rain shower, double sink, hidden drain, walk-in shower, two-way fireplace, Brad, smart toilet, towel warmer waterproof tv tool shower and a touchless faucet i think the waterproof tv is my favorite of them all <laughs> sure waterproof tv i don't i don't think to i mean you could waterproof anything that in really. the shower yeah i guess like yeah. you could have waterproof computer waterproof speakers you know waterproof coat yeah. rack what are you doing in the shower anything? that the water's going everywhere that it's hitting your tv across the bathroom <laughs> listen i well, know we're gonna do drafting room floor and i know john's got a lot i literally only had one other thing written down i was like starting to get a little nervous there did, um, what did we and take what, a lot it, off your list or did you just it, have a small list um i had one two three four i had about 12 and everything was picked except for bluetooth speakers which is really awesome to have and like growing up i remember i got like bluetooth speakers and it was amazing to have in the bathroom but when you're taking TVs and smart mirrors, you can't go Bluetooth speakers, you know? Yeah. Unless it was like built in or like surround sound in your bathroom. And mm-hmm. now you got like the, the Alexa. We'll say Alexa, Alexa. They'll do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alexa, subscribe to the one Drafting Offers podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, now. That was all I had right, right now on the drafting room floor. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah John, Scott, what's Johnny, on your let's floor? You want, oh, you want, okay. you want me first? No, you go ahead. All you right. Ahead. I, I probably got a couple Voice activated music. So that kind of hit there. Um, when you get a niche, like a long niche, so you're putting all your, I don't know, body wash in that in way. Nice. Yeah. or a little like pop out for a ledge that looks cool. Shower bench, like sometimes mm-hmm. you're in there, especially if you got a shower beer, you're a little tired, maybe just have a seat for a minute, <laughs> get pelted <laughs> by the water. Mm-hmm. Um, simple, but a fan timer. I don't want oh, to be going man. back up to turn the the the, the switch off. So the I fan, love that. I tried to put. I have one downstairs. I tried to put one into my bathroom. I couldn't get it to work. I don't know. I think I just screwed up the wiring. But uh, I'll give it another shot one day. Yeah, but it's a great it, thing it, to have. It's awesome. Uh, steam shower apparently is good. I don't have one or have yeah. never used one, but it's bougie. And then just the water closet where like your bathroom's got its own little closet. It's in, in a lot of your your hotel rooms and you just keep yeah. that separate from the rest a throne room a little throne yeah. room with its own door yeah yeah i also had steam shower i like a steam shower um a lot to do with showers actually because it's sort of like when you think luxury you think luxury bath right so a lot of stuff has to do with shower um mine was kind of generic i had a, a shower just like a multi-person shower a shower that fits more than one person so the big one like a party, party shower. shower yeah party shower um, that's what I had. And of course I had the steam shower as well. A skylight skylight in the bathroom or like a sun tunnel. Those are kind of neat. Um, mm-hmm. no, you know, if you don't also, if sun you don't tunnel. have windows, sorry, a sun tunnel, I sun, like tunnel. sun tunnel. I'm calling it that from now on. Sun I know tunnel. they're well, usually longer, but yeah, but that's it what it's called. Cool. That's with a, it's a, the reason they call it a sun tunnel is cause there's a, it's usually round and there's a cutaway in the ceiling and then there's a sun cause it has to go through your attic. So it's mm-hmm. literally a long tunnel and then there's a cutaway at the bottom too. So that's how you get the sun down there. Whereas a skylight is usually if you have a vaulted ceiling, it's yeah. just kind of right there. Um, all but, sun tunnels. 
sun tunnel uh whirlpool tub like a jetted tub uh whirlpool Mm -hmm. tub um just a a view a big window with a nice view was is kind Mm. of like a nice luxurious bathroom thing that i can uh uh, a Dyson hairdryer, one of the $500 hairdryer, uh, Dyson hairdryer. I think if you've got one of those, you can kind of call yourself a little bougie bourgeois. Um, the old school heat lamp from the, from the seventies hotels where you crank it on the red light on top of you one. there. Yeah. The big red one, um, marble, everything, you know, just marble stuff mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. couch places to sit like a little couch <laughs> or a chair, something, just a little, little chaise lounge place to sit while you're that is certainly stuff. bougie. Well, certain. you know there's a good amount of size. <laughs> if you're able to just spare space, throw a couch in there, that's that's a big that's, bathroom. That's bougie. bougie. You're a little round one right in the center, right in the middle of the bathroom. I had to to make this list when I was starting to think of it. I had to think back to like, okay, when we go on golf trips, that's the only time I'm in a bougie <laughs> bathroom. So I'm like, okay, so these Airbnbs that we went on, that's the only time that I'm in them. And I had to like get all the ideas I had. I had to try to pull from those. When I was trying to think of them, I'm like, oh, what kind of Airbnb have I been to that has this kind of stuff? Because this isn't just a re- at our regular houses usually. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. Our first one of uh, 2024 is in the books and uh, we'll see you again for another riveting episode of the drafting offers podcast gentlemen it's been a slice we will uh, we'll talk to you soon cheers take care cheers you've been listening to the drafting offers podcast don't forget to follow us on instagram at the drafting offers podcast and vote for this week's draft champ that's also how you can get directly in touch with us if you have any questions about this week's show subscribe to our youtube channel and catch every episode on spotify We hope you enjoyed this episode and we can't wait for you to join us again for another episode of the Drafting Offers podcast.